That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is Hey y'all, it's Lace. It's also Catherine. And it's funny you're here because because we're about to start an episode of Cheaty's <laughs> podcast. Podcast. Cast, cast, cast. It's funny that you're here. That's funny. I like that. That's good. It's so it's fancy meeting you oh, here. It's so weird that you just got here. <laughs> it's so crazy. Because we, we just started this episode at the same started, time you turned tuned in to listen. This is so weird. Oh, uh, so thanks weird. for coming. Um uh <laughs> This episode uh, is um, is being brought to you brought to you by Hot Tub's laptop because yes. mine mine uh, is is in pre op right now and yeah. uh, I before logging in to record this with you went through forty seven work emails of his and nice nice, nice. didn't find a thing Pissed. nothing. yeah Pissed. why can't he start like a like an at work romance or just like a uh, like a little flirtation so that you can there's, have something to read. There's not even anything flirty. It's so, uh, it's so mathy. Everything is so accounty. man. It's the worst. I, I can't we, even find like, I can't even find how much he makes. I tried. <laughs> tried. He still won't tell you. No, I found a I found a tax document at some point. So I think I know. You think, you know. What but, year was it though? Could it is it comparable to what do you think he made this past year? I think so. Okay. He well, doesn't know. For those for those listening, once again, for the hundredth time, very sorry. Um, secondly, if you haven't caught it yet, you are on the catch up episode because clearly Catherine and I are just catching up on some bullshit. We did our our interview episode on Monday mm-hmm. and the next interview episode will come out next Monday. Mm-hmm. And right now we're just going to talk about what we've been through since last episode in this one. Mm-hmm. We went from not seeing each other for a week to, yeah, we, we spent every waking moment together. It felt like a month within a week. It did. It did. And it was three days mm-hmm. and it felt like much, much longer. Yeah. It really did. But you left me and you went out of the country and this is what happens. And then we have to be together again to make up for that time. Mm-hmm. So that I don't feel like we're too far apart. Yeah. So it's good. Our it's ride good. back from Kentucky, I, I wanted to look at you and be like, no offense, but I can't talk anymore. <laughs> I didn't try to talk that much. No, you I didn't. Was, I tried to you listen didn't. to podcasts. We listened to away. a lot of NPR. Yes. Little we've, little NPR, a lot of smartless. We have a lot. We have different car entertainment tastes. Okay. Let's talk about that because I was the driver. So we played a lot. Uh, so listeners, we were in Louisville, Kentucky last weekend. If you don't listen in order, this is, uh, this is right after the weekend we took up there to go take our first cheaty shows on the road up to Louisville. And we didn't, we keep calling it cheaty shows, but we didn't do any live recordings. We were going to while we were there, but we decided let's just do, stand-up shows instead and we did some some two great shows for your peeps 
Sure. Your your town, your sure. hometown. No, Louisville. it was a lot yeah. of strange. There was some strange in there. There was some strange. Everybody, mostly everybody I knew left town when they heard we were coming. Yeah, I think First that's time that's happened. ever happened. Yeah, I think we, we talked about it. People go and they see your comedy when you first start out, when you really, really suck. And then, and then once you get decent, you're like, hey, I'm coming back into town. They remember that time that they saw you when you started and you sucked. And they're like, and, and I think in their heads are like, that's the show. It's yeah. never going to change. Never going to change. In their That's mind, it. Catherine, it won't change. It won't change. True. So true. we we drove up to a town where you promised me that mm-hmm. there would be lots of friends and family to come see us. And Absolutely. No, no big deal. Yeah. Easily sell out. Mm-hmm. Probably going to sell out all our merch. It's For all sure. going to happen. Yeah. So we drove uh, over six hours to get there, mm-hmm. over six hours back, on the way up to stay awake. Uh, I listen to lots of podcasts with you. Mm-hmm. What are, and when I say with you, I mean, I probably listen to podcasts at you. Mm-hmm. What do you do in the car if it were you on a trip by yourself? Uh, I listen to CDs from 1997, uh, or I will listen to radio, or I will get on and I will find Alien Theory podcasts. Oh, yeah, I like Fantastic. to I like to save the alien theories for the when for the last couple hours when it gets really nice. long. Yeah, nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I I like some entertainment podcasts. I like podcasts that interview uh, other celebrities or entertainers. I, I I like to once I'm at by, at the end of the road trip and it's already been a long time and you're questioning reality and what's the point of everything already, I like to double down on that. And realize that there may be other beings out there in space and there who are. are so much smarter and way beyond our brain capacity that mm-hmm. that we truly exist like like an ant exists. We could get yes. squashed and the rest of the world and universe will keep turning and it wouldn't matter. I totally. like to I like to really triple, triple, double down on that thought. So by uh, yeah. the time I walk out of the car in a new location than where I'd started the fuck the beginning of the road trip. Um, I am even more sig- insignificant than you were I'm, when you started. I'm a, yeah, I'm a speck, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm just I'm I'm not I'm not sure if where I am is even a place if it's even <laughs> existing or if I'm in a video game. Yeah. So the simulation theory, you're yeah. a big fan of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on Dak Shepard's podcast, uh, they talk a lot about that all the time on Armchair Expert. They constantly, him and Monica constantly talk about uh, their theories on simulation theory. And uh, they also talk about aliens and that kind of stuff, too. You, you want to know what one of my favorite theories is? What? Just, I, I <laughs> this could be a whole new podcast. But my thing is, is that there is a reason why we haven't been contacted. There's no way that this universe is this big and we're the only creatures that that have a soul like we do i like the theory that we are like like what a beetle is to us like a beetle's world mm-hmm. to them like vast and, and and they think that everything they do is super important whatever but we look at beetles and we're like we don't have the time to mess with a beetle we've got cars to drive and planes mm-hmm. to get on and I like to look at it like that, that the aliens or whatever extraterrestrials are so far beyond this that they don't even care to bother with us because we're so insignificant. They got other shit to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There, okay. There's a lot of theories about all of that. I definitely, it, my also, my other thing is 
and I don't truly, truly do not want to get into this on this Thursday, I can assure you. Uh, but I also think that there are, that just because there's other life on other planets, which I totally believe there is, there's just no way in hell that we're the only ones out here in this vast universe, like you said, but I... We're too def- hot? We're just too hot. And they just, yeah. they're all very insecure. That's it. And they don't want to get near us. No, I. Th- th- what are the chances? What are the chances that they're intelligent life is anything like our intelligent life at all. Like we're so blinded by like and jaded by like what we know and what the world is and what humanoids and primates and everything look like and all that. That's just the, that's just the evolution that happened on this planet. We, their, their atmospheres and ground could be completely different. And these are animals and creatures or whatever you want to call them that, that live by a completely different system. Avatars. Yeah. But avatars are even too much like us. Like even the movie avatar, like everything was very, they were bipedal. They used the two, you know, or they were at two feet. They used arms. They had heads. They had, they were intelligent in their brains that were located up at the top of their bodies. They moved around in a certain way. Like, and they were just slightly different than us because they had magic tails. Like, I think that if there's anything I'm more, I like that movie that, uh, shit, what was it that, um, the redhead, uh, was in and arrival arrival. Yes. And those pod things landed and then like they got in there and they were just these. I actually have heard a theory that something like that where one, I don't know if this is the reason why they haven't contacted us, but it may be that they have figured out a way to live beyond a body's lifetime so that they're just existing as like balls of gas or something. Sure. They don't have like fingers and eyes. bodies or, you know, like, like that they are carbonate, carbonated somewhere. No. bodies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me say it really fast. So it sounds like another, they don't exist in a carbonated being. So they exist in like gas bubbles Car- and they carbon, just live carbon for forever is what you're trying to say. Not you carbonated. Heard what I said, and I said it, and I stand by it. Okay. You said what you said. You always mm-hmm. do. But anyway, without getting into all of that, yes, I feel like uh, this this weekend and our experiences were as uh, complicated as us just trying to describe the uh, <laughs> our ideas on simulation theory and or life existing in uh, in the universe. Imagine, y'all, imagine this, but in a tiny car hurling 85 miles down the freeway. Nothing less, not a mile less than 85, no, not yeah. a mile less. Uh, seven. For seven and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, it's uh, a good time. Okay, and we then rode I, up. I love how we rode up, we we get there, we're, we stay. So, okay, here's my favorite part. So I tell, I asked Catherine the day before we go, I was like, shit, I never even thought about it. Where are we staying? Should I book us an Airbnb? And Catherine, this is what I get the text back. <laughs> oh, no need to worry. We're staying with Mary Jo. And you know what I said? Nothing. No questions asked. Didn't ask who Mary Jo was. Didn't say, cool, what kind of situation am I bringing sheets? Is Mary Jo uh, like the name of a cool, like a bed and breakfast? Or is it a person you know? Is it a place? Is it a tiny community in Louisville? And I just said, cool, great. And uh, no questions asked. And then in the car, we were almost there. And I said... Oh, who's Mary Jo? (laughs) 
who's this Mary Jo we're staying with? Is she a local comic? Who is this? And you're like, oh, she's my aunt kind of, but not really, but kind of. She's got casseroles for us. I was like, cool. Great. Uh, any other, any additional information that might be helpful to this trip or what I should say? That'll be great. Don't you worry. I should be a travel agent. I was like, the fact that I trusted you though, because it is really wild. Clearly, you you know at this point how fucking anal I am about stuff and how like specific and and like detailed I am when I travel and I have to know every teeny tiny thing and what stop is this far from this. But I was like, I don't know. This is Catherine's town. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with it and, and go against and- all of my instincts. And wasn't it an experience? And it was, I'm going to be honest, I said it on our way out, and I'm going to say it again. Out of the all the years I've been doing stand-up comedy, all the years Jared and I traveled together, all the years I traveled on the road by myself, most fun weekend I've ever had on a comedy weekend. And I that, and that does not include the shows. <laughs> That is everything the shows, except, except those shows. Those shows were work. The shows, it felt like we were giving a eulogy. It, I, I think the people got lost on their way to an evening funeral. <laughs> an evening funeral. And they stopped in and they were like, well, like, look at these girls. Well, it'll, they it'll look like their the careers. Same. They look like their careers dying. Let's come in here. No, they were really sweet. Um, they were but- very sweet. No, everybody who came, it was great, but they were not like, for those of you who don't know in comedy, there are nights where you just have, there's just fucking electricity in the room. Like it's sure. just, people are giggly. They come in silly. They act silly the whole show. Everything you've ever written that is supposed to elicit a laugh, people they're, they're happy about and they laugh sure. and they don't stop laughing and it's fun. And we have those electric nights pretty, pretty often. This yes. was apprehensive at best. Yes. Very apprehensive. Every word they, coming out of your mouth. They were a little they were like, bit worried. Is this, yeah. Is this going to be funny? And then yeah. when it was funny, which inevitably it all is. Cause we're good writers. Always. And the punchlines hit and the crowd would be like, ah, it's almost like they were shocked that it was funny. Every time we hit a punchline. Yeah. But then as soon as that laugh died, Oh, it died in the whole room. It went, and then they ah. went back to, ah, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pure silence yeah staring judgment how much more are you going to make us laugh clown it's, like, you it's do- like they were opening and closing the door to a, a, yes. a soundproof room yes like a sliding <laughs> oh that's ex- perfect analogy that is exactly what happened and then you'd be like fuck i thought y'all were gonna laugh a little longer than that <laughs> nope okay that's it that's all that got awesome uh Shit. Okay. Uh, woof. All right. Next, next joke. Oh boy. Here and we on go. To my next bullet point. Yeah. I, yeah. it literally felt like a humorous Ted talk. That's what I felt like I was giving at the end. I was like, ah. yeah, I'm like, I ran out of pamphlets. I'm so sorry. I don't have, I don't, I don't know there, who's going to come up next yeah. on this panel. Oh God. And my, my laptop's about to die. This PowerPoint has to end. Yeah. But you know, what is funny though, is that there were a handful of people at both shows we did that came up after we're like, did y'all, could y'all not hear the audience or something? Because y'all yeah. kept making comments like, well, you know, 
you can enjoy that. Enjoy yourselves. Have more fun. And they were like, we were all laughing. And I'm like, okay, not as loud as you could have laughed. It's all always right? that, it's always that like you, you know, a great crowd because you, you know, like we've done it a million times and we know what a great crowd feels like. And they're but like, the people in the crowd pleasant? don't know because they right. don't go to comedy shows. every Right. Night. So they're having a good time and they're laughing like right. this. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. And they're loving it. And they don't yeah. know that doesn't sound like a week ago when everyone was going, ah! Yes, exactly. Well, and it's also, we're jaded because we know how good, good, good can be. Sure. Yeah. Like we do? know what the best is. And oh, we so, do. so it's so hard when you do a show that is, that you're not even getting half of that energy. You're like, oh man, I must be like, sucking. Yeah. Even if you're doing good, you just don't feel on fire. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The audiences in stand-up comedy, the audiences and the, the comedians, we're all in this together. And then like, it's, it's, it's like a conversation where they don't, they're not supposed to talk. They just react, but it's a conversation because the energy they feed you, you, you give back to them and they give back to you and you all give back. And if, mm-hmm. and if 50 people in a room have very like, pleasant chill energy and they are not very laughing very they're, hard they're looking at you and smiling yes they're it's doing hard yeah they're doing it's smile hard laugh it's hard to give them back much more than what they're giving you yeah but if there's a rowdy silly room it, yeah. then you feel like a fucking you're like oh shit it's going you're down like, I'm, I'm here we go freaking i'm a ball of gas in here i'm bringing Just, all my my toys out tonight yeah like we're doing, i got all the, i got tricks i got bags yeah of tricks. i'm about this. to do it yeah i'm about yeah. to i'm about to lift off i'm taking yeah. off tonight yeah but when they don't then you feel like you're failing even though to them like you said they're not going out of comedy shows all the time they don't mm-hmm. feel it and they think it everything's just pleasant so it's weird we're walking into a situation where they're not used to like what we're used to sure so, they don't they just don't know yeah they don't know but what it was, they're getting it was lovely the shows were lovely but here's my point outside of the shows <laughs> we we had an adventure a few it felt like a month of adventures in a tiny weekend I know we want to start with Mary Jo. We should. I think we should. We've already we've already introduced her. So as a okay. character, so she needs to be explained to the crowd. Okay. How should I? So just I just want to hear from your perspective, walking in and seeing Mary Jo, and your thoughts. Uh, I first of all, you had already given me enough information that I was already down. Okay. And that information was almost nothing. And <laughs> and I'm like, I love the name. Number one. Mary Jo, two names. I fucking love. I, love I remember love one time, a like, couple years names. ago, I had a to-do list, and I all I got done on the to-do list was like buy paper clips. So I like screenshotted it and put it put a, put it on my like, my Instagram story or something. And every com, I had like fifty five people that commented. They were like, "Call Mary Jo. Did you call Mary Jo? Why didn't you call Mary Jo?" And that's when I realized <laughs> I was like, "Oh, people aren't from Louisville, Kentucky. Mary Jo isn't a common name." Mary Jo right. in my world is Katie in everyone right. else's world. Sure. Yeah. But everyone else is like, what? That's a name. What? Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. So immediately I was intrigued because I love the name. So big fan of the two names. And, uh, and Her then last name you- is Jones, by the way. Mary Jo Jones. Mary Jo Jones. Mary jo yeah, Jones. Mary Jo Jones. Uh, we're friends on all platforms now. Yeah, so yeah, of course yeah. I know. Yeah. And you had told me she is your late mother's best friend. Yeah. And since, they since knew each other from childhood. Yes. Yeah. So 
full on whole lives, best friend, which I completely immediately in my head, I was like, I know exactly what that relationship is. My husband's late mother's best friend is Mama Sue. Mm-hmm. And we have a mama suit and I've talked about her on the podcast. She's the one I went down to Florida whose condo like had all the crazy issues with the dude sleeping in the condo for those old school, uh, lifetime stabbies who heard that back last summer. And, uh, anyway, so I know I married, I mean, mama Sue stood in for Jared's mom at our wedding and like, anyway, she's family, she's family. And I get yeah. it. So immediately I knew who I was like, got it. I totally get who this person is in your life. And you're like, she never was married. She never had kids. Uh, she lives in this condo, super cute condo. I stay with her every time. And she's got us a bunch of food. She's prepared a lot of food. She has yeah. every meal, every meal planned out for the weekend. I was like, okay, I'm uh, fully in love with this woman. And so, it's not a, it's not a like, just so you know, what she makes, it's, it's not an option if you want it or not. Oh no, there's, there, you, you, you don't have to eat it. You have to eat the food. She is every, uh, stereotypical mother figure from every movie where you come in and they're like, what are you eating? What are, why are you not eating? Are you eating? Mm-hmm. Here's him eating some more. Are you, you, do you have enough mm-hmm. on your plate? You don't have, here's another plate. Is that plate empty? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Cause now I have another plate to replace mm-hmm. that with. Yeah. yeah. And the she, second, the second you're like, I'm actually, I'm good. They're like, yeah. I like, think you forgot cute. that you're not good. Yeah, and you're not. I've, I've noticed you haven't eaten in two yeah. minutes. In two and minutes. so I so have a ham wrong. sandwich in my hand that I've been waiting to get to you for three days. <laughs> it's a it's a no longer a ham sandwich. It's a hand sandwich. It's a hand sandwich. Hand a sandwich in my hand, mm-hmm. ready to go. And as soon mm-hmm. as you wolf that down, I've got spinach and artichoke dip that I've yes. already heated up in the microwave. So you have yeah. no option because it's hot. So eat it now. It's hot. Yeah. And actually, we don't have forks. So you have to eat it on top of a cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With blueberries on that and Lay's mm-hmm. Ruffles potato chips on that. Yes. And do you need fresh peppers? Fantastic. We'll also have eight <laughs> blocks of cheese that you can wash those and peppers I won't down break, with. Yeah, I won't break eye contact. So you can't Never. sneak it. You can't sneak it into the trash. I'm staring you at you waiting like, for you to shove it into your mouth. Yeah. And she has no dog, so it's not like you can feed it to the dog under the mm-hmm. table. You mm-hmm. you're eating it. You're eating it. Yeah. We both gained a, a, a solid seven pounds mm-hmm. that weekend. I went to the dentist's yeah. office and walking into the dentist's office, I was like, I've had three cinnamon rolls this morning, a chocolate chip cookie. This is before 9 a.m. A yeah. chocolate chip yeah. cookie. Uh, let's see. Yogurt. 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 Yogurt with granola. And 10 a.m. 10 a.m. did not hit without her putting yogurt in her mouth. Yes, correct. There was, correct. It was, here's rolls. Okay, perfect. That's not enough. Now here's some yogurt. Okay, mm-hmm. well, here's the fruit, though, that goes in the yogurt. And then after that, would you like me to scramble some eggs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's an appetizer to the next thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And to us, a, a, a fourth of a cinnamon roll is a full meal. That's all I need mm-hmm. for the morning. And she's like, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's That's air. That's air. Yeah. That's, that's what you that's, need to just breathe every second. That's your, your drink, of, your sip of water mm-hmm. for the morning. Yeah. That's a cinnamon mm-hmm. roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So when I walked in, first of all, I, her style, absolutely gorgeous. I loved it. Lots of shades of blue. Lots of, I, I, re- I started recognizing pieces immediately because I'm a big TJ Maxx fan. TJ mm-hmm. Maxx Home Goods, love it. So I walked in. I see a lot of the blue and white vases that I see at Home Goods all the time. Uh, her cute furniture, everything was like pops of color. 
pops of color. So many pops of color, so beautifully done. She mixes like different shades of stuff very well. And uh, condo was adorable. She had clearly the best condo in the condominium complex and she's owned it for 33 years. She's owned this condo. So she has kid. Oh, so she's had the best spot. She's got the best little back door, backyard area, back patio, perfect room. And she's like, cool, Catherine, you're sleeping in my room. Lace, you're sleeping in the, uh, in the guest room on the day bed. And I will be sleeping on the couch. And we were both like, absolutely not. This is your home. You've already done too much. Stop it. You're going to sleep in your bed. Absolutely. And it's just like the food. There's not a discussion. No. There's not an option. There's not a debate. Yeah. She I is think- going to sleep on the couch and we will sleep in the full beds. I think, um, I think I'm, I'm, this is therapy for me right now. And I'm figuring out why I'm such a people pleaser. Uh, is because I think I just grew up with over accommodating women who yes. I wasn't allowed to say no to. <laughs> I, this is all come like, this is all making a lot of sense. Right and now. I'm like, I just have to say yes to it because it has to happen. And now it's, yeah. and it's everything. And now I have to people please everybody now. Yep. Because these women clearly in your life did not give you options to say no. They're, no. You, nope. Yeah. Consent culture has not made it into all of these Catholic women in your life Yeah, that and it, just make you eat and uh-huh. yeah, don't let you say no. Yeah, correct. Yeah. It's all good things. Uh, but it's all lovely. Like it's all positive. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but it is terrifying all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you have no more sense of identity. No, 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 no. I just, no more- I am... I am who this woman says. I, I am whoever Mary Jo wants me to be. That's right. So here's my favorite thing that happened across the weekend is uh, you, <laughs> there, at, from, if I were in another room, I had to record a few auditions. I had to do some stuff like while I was there. So I'm like yeah. not in the same room with y'all the whole time. But the, the conversation I overheard 8,000 times over the weekend was, well, Catherine, do you like this color? Well, do you like it? I think teal would look good on you. I think you'd pull it off well. What size again? Okay. Well, it comes in two sizes, so you're getting both of them. She was internet shopping for you, buying you gorgeous outfits the entire time we were there. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh, sure, I could wear that. Do you think? And she's like, you can wear this one. You're going to wear this one here. Well, you're going to wear this. And you're like, should I buy that white dress to wear to my friend's wedding? And she's like, yeah, you should. And it's not white. It's cream. It's off white. So you're going to buy it. I'm buying it for you. You're not saying. So the same goes for where you're sleeping, what you're eating, and what the fuck you'll be wearing to every single special event you have for the next four years of your life. Because she bought your entire wardrobe on the internet while we were there. I I don't. It was all beautiful pieces. It's beautiful stuff. You didn't have to. I was like, have you ever bought a piece of clothing in your life? No, no. Anything that has color in my closet is for Mary Jo. Clearly. Clearly. I I don't. It's all nice things. So you're not allowed to say no. No. And like, it's super nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, heard, I saw you try to push back once and it lasted about 0.0002 seconds. And then pff, that was not taken well. Yeah. And you're just and like, okay. It's like, well, just going to take it. Yeah, yeah, I am your puppet, Mary Jo. Cannot wait. Yeah, the whole time I wanted to lean in and be like, "Can I get that in my size?" Because I'm a. Can I, I yeah. <laughs> listen. Whatever you find for her, just buy it in my size, and uh, yeah, I should be like, it. "I'll take." Yeah, I'll take. I'm taking medium in this. Yeah. I now know how it feels to be a purse dog. 
<laughs> That's what you are. You're a Maltese. You Maltese. you are <laughs> you are Mary Jo's Maltese. I'm shocked that when we got there, there wasn't a baby Bjorn across her chest that you just crawled right on into. Do you understand what I? And she carried you cook. around. I don't know how to clean. I don't know any horticulture. I've never <laughs> had to do any of that in my entire yeah. life. No, and I'm going to be honest. I don't want to. No. Why would you? Because you've had you've had the equivalent of uh, like in Cinderella where all the little woodland creatures and yeah. animals come out of the woods and they make her dress out of ribbons and they make her food and they put her they put her little fucking blonde ass together in the morning. That's clearly what you've done your entire you've just been surrounded by tiny Catholic versions of animals. A lot of little ladies with uh no, they're with big breasted women they're big breasted large birds, breasted yeah large breasted birds yeah. with rosaries and they come out of the woods and they make you into a presentable young woman that you should be and they take you they're out of really the, but the minute i get away from them i turn back into the feral creature and i'm like <laughs> i can't <laughs> wait to eat some birds tonight <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yes. And here's my favorite, favorite part. Okay. So if Mary Jo wasn't already like a dream fucking come true, love her to death. She'll be mad that I said uh, the F word like that. Um, she was a dream come true. She, That's true. She did cuss. She, like, she she's loves good. to cuss. She, yeah. You're, sure. you're right. You're right. You're what right. What if we, we on the way up here, I said something about like a high school friend. Uh, uh, oh like, yeah, she was talking oh, about some teenagers or something. Yeah, that, yeah. Or she she knew them from from the ninja's office or whatever. And I was like, yeah, we used to drink in their in their parents' closet when they were out of town and and hook up. And she goes, oh yes, young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> He's like, I knew I knew when she said that when we were in the car that I was like, okay, I like Mary Jo. She, no more questions. I I like Mary Jo. Southern as hell has the yes. most brightest blonde highlights. Yes, but loves to talk about come yeah yeah she was she's fantastic mm -hmm. and then she introduces us to her best friend barb and she's like barb's gonna come to the show tonight and we're like fantastic can't mm -hmm. i mean i'm just assuming barb's gonna be as cool as you mm -hmm. and she exceeded all of our expectations lace, lace literally saw her my whole future her her guardian angel she saw uh, her future in this woman she was like everything barb is i want to be barb i want I can't hold. I, didn't, I, haven't, I have not stopped talking about Barb. I mentioned Barb today to Morgan. <laughs> I mentioned Barb yesterday to at least six people, none of which asked me any questions about Barb. And I just went ahead and told them I met Barb and here's Barb and here's my future. And I told Jared all about Barb and, <laughs> and, uh, I was like, Barb, I met who I'm going to be in my life. So if you, if I ever am gone for too much, like for too long of time and you're trying to look for me and you can't find me, I'm at Barb's house. I'm at Barb's. Barb's everything I've ever wanted to be okay, in my so life. We're sitting at this fancy fresh French restaurant. Barb is, like Mary Jo says, the most generous woman on the face of the planet. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, had a very hardworking husband that started a mm -hmm. company that did great. Um, her husband passed away, like I think, five years ago now. Yeah. yeah. And has just decided to spend the rest of her life living it up and giving to her literally friends. living it up she goes what's the fucking point this is barb barb's like what's the fucking point of holding on to anything it, life is short you should treat your friends you should make more friends you should make everyone happy you should drink you should travel you should do whatever the fuck you want to do in life girls 
And but she's like, I've taken y'all to table. dinner. Like, oh. I was like, uh, 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 Like, she's like, no, live at the fuck. And Barb had already told us she's taking care of dinner. She's like, I'm taking care yeah. of dinner. I don't care. Pick a restaurant. And we happen to pick this little French restaurant. She's like, nope, you're being treated. And I've never in my life been at a table with somebody and they ordered the menu. The menu. Like, she's going to, she kind of like brushed. She goes, and we'll have this. And she just, she brushed through a whole side of the, the menu. section. A yeah, she, she just section. she just brushed through the whole section. She goes, yeah, we'll have these. And it was, and it was all the appetizers, of this, all the sides. All mm-hmm. the sides. Yeah, no, we're going to put them across the table. Didn't ask. There was mm-hmm. no, like, do you eat this? Do you not eat this? No, that was, you will eat this. Yeah. And we're mm-hmm. trying all of it. It all looks good. So I think we all need to try it. So she gets every fucking thing. And then on top of that, we all had to order entrees and we all had cocktails. I mean, it was, but I'm going to be honest with you. One of the best meals I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it, it was, was delicious. Everything I, t- everything I looked at, I wanted, I wished to God that I could have eaten everything that was on my plate and everything else that was on the table, but I couldn't make it through because we had already been Mary Joed the whole fucking mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And then we get there and I'm like, I'm not even, I, but I need to be polite. So I'm going to just keep trying to shove as much of this delicious food into my mouth as mm-hmm. quickly. I mean, it was so good. And then we had to go do a show and I was half asleep. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. And Barbara is... Mary Jo were there. So the pressure. Oh yeah. On. Pressure's on. Got to make them laugh. Uh-huh. They had more fun too than anybody else. Like yeah. they brought the freaking energy to the show. Sure. And then the next day we, we went to go to, to Barb's. Barb's. And <laughs> if and I thought Mary Jo's was nice. Barb's. We went to Barb's resort. <sighs> yeah. On the Her, golf course, the mm-hmm. only home on the golf course with a pool. Mm-hmm. She had to get special permission for it. Mm-hmm. Pool. She's got every amenity in a home that a host for a home should ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever have and more. Every type of glassware, plate, spoon, special spoon, outdoor spoon, everything that you could need at any point in time in any area of or in or around or on top of the house she has. She had, we walked n- not only up there, but we would walk down to the basement, huge mm. Uh, mm. theater room. And there was all these like, right. Lazy boys. And then she had these two little right. tiny child, lazy boys. Is that you call them? Grandchildren. That leather that would, that would lay back with the cup yes. holders. She's, and it says in the cup holders is not an ashtray. So she had to tell her grandkids to stop smoking. I do you think? Uh, <laughs> I think that's so like tiny, tiny leather, little lazy boys, mm-hmm, reclining mm-hmm. lazy boys. Like she's thought of every. There is not a. There's detail. a massage oh. room with a sauna, with a sauna, and then the massage table heats up. <laughs> I literally, I was, I was taken to the person that, like, in my, I was like, this is it, this is mm-hmm. it. When people say, "What is your future plan?" Like, where do you want to be in your life? What are your goals, Barb? And she, she Barb had, is who I want to be. She bartended the whole time. She, she had did. all the bubbles, the OJ. We had a massive breakfast, and then oh. we just sat there and talked to these women in the pool and drank For all day hours and hours it, the whole day. Yeah, and just talked about their lives and traveling and stories of high school and my mother in college. We, with some made up stories, probably, hopefully, in between. Hopefully, there. I hope so. 
But like, uh, none of us held back anything. I've never felt so comfortable with people. Well, I say that, but I get real comfortable with people yeah, real quick. You do. But I've never felt like it reciprocated in that way that quickly than I did there. I was like, oh, this is home. Like this, the way these women talk, the way they live, like their goals, like what they want, what they're cool with, the way they like to host, the way they like their parties to go, the way, like, I was like, this is it. This is every, this is it. This is what I've, this is who I've been wanting to be my whole life. Like I didn't have a perfect example of what I wanted to be, but now I can see it. Like ah, they're my Pinterest page come to life. All, all of my goals and dreams. I was like this. Uh. Barb told us at, uh, the first dinner we ever met her. Well, I'd, I'd met her before, but she said that now that her husband's passed and she hasn't been with anybody in a while, she wants to try a woman. Yeah. And after good. that, Lace's eyes lit up. And I was like, <laughs> she might not come home with me. I might not. She no. may stay here for forever. I might stay here with Barb. Yeah. I'm going to uh-huh. just have to send a postcard to Jared and be like, yeah. well, babe. So sorry. Barb will send you some money, but yeah, I need to, I need to stay here with her. She is, uh, yeah. Yeah. She needs me. She needs me and I need her. Yeah. We had an absolutely amazing time, uh, in Louisville. It was good. At Barb's. I think that's what you At Barb's. That's what I want. At Barb's. Yeah. But at Mary Jo's too. I mean, it was so comfy. It was lovely. It was easy. I, I mean, I'm not kidding when I say out of all the times I've been on the road, that was literally one of the most fun weekends that I've had. Here, here's the, the biggest, um, the, the most terrifying part about the whole experience though. Inside, mostly everything was amazing. Barb's house, amazing. But when you stepped outside of Mary Jo's (laughs) place and in old Louisville where there's older trees, not a lot of new construction. Yeah. You step outside and the the sky has been replaced with cicadas. <laughs> you don't see blue anymore. You see a you see a dark shade of brown with yep. little with little orange eyes. Orange eyes. Just beaded throughout the sky. No they... more stars. <laughs> and... If you think you see a glowing star in the sky, no, that's a that's a formation of cicadas that are staring you down because yeah. they're ready to pelt themselves yes, into your body. They they suicide bomb their bodies into mm-hmm. your body, mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. your windshields. Mm-hmm. And and there is no more ground. It's just a it's just a layer of dead cicada. Yeah. They were everywhere. And if they weren't dead yet, they were dying. So or, they're screaming because yeah. they're dying or they're fucking and yeah. they're screaming because they're fucking. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. terrifying. Everywhere. Everywhere. It's like the biblical th- plague. It literally felt mm-hmm. like a real plague. Like we went through a real plague in this sure. past year, but then that was a follow-up plague. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, that's cute. You think a pandemic is weird? Get ready because the cicadas are The coming. cicada. The cicadas. Yeah. It was wild. You you drive down the street and you're just, and it's sunny, beautiful Saturday. And then, and they're just suiciding into your windshield. And they're not small. It's not just like, oh, bug hit, wipe off, wipe off. Hmm. It makes a. They're thick. They're like, Uh they're like two times as big as the biggest grasshopper I think I've ever seen. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. Their bodies are full of gusher ooze too. (gasps) Gusher juice. So here's my favorite. Yeah. Here's my favorite thing that happened the whole week. <laughs> oh me. Yeah. <laughs> 
So on our way, as from much Barb, as a feral creature that I am, that you are. This was this, there's you nothing. No, there's no good. there's no wilderness experience that can that can prepare you from just a surprise. <laughs> attack from a cicada no so you're prepared when you're outside when you're outdoors and you're outside you're like okay i know it's coming when you go to open that door you take a big deep breath and you're like here we go one's gonna touch me it's gonna happen uh-huh. i'm gonna step on one and one's gonna flip on the back of my neck i know it and you just get and ready you, and you know and then the you, outside noise is like yeah, yeah the air is the air is just slightly screaming yeah. So you you walk and then you get to the car and you dust yourself off because you know there's somewhere on you and you dust you make sure there's not and you do a shake and then you get in the car and you're like, <gasps> okay, I made it. And you finally open your mouth. You're like, oh, thank God I'm in here. Well, we were heading to Barb's and the, first of all, scariest thing, two, two of the scariest, <laughs> one rationally scariest thing, one irrationally scariest oh, yeah. thing oh, yeah. happened all within minutes of each other. So we're driving down a highway. We like we're on our way to Barb's. We're heading at, we're at like 70 something miles an hour. We're driving a car in front of me, like just kind of jerks out of the way. And what's, what they avoided was a bicycle that this, flew off the back of someone's car. So it was a, a beautiful Robin's egg blue. Yeah. Those beach retro cruiser beach cruisers. Yep. Bicycle. Bicycle. condition. And it had flown off a car and slammed into the ground, clearly right in front of us. But we didn't see it happen. It just had just happened. So it's in a in a pile in the in the ground, and it is in the dead center of my lane. And I'm like, fuck! And I start slamming on break because here's what's happening. The shoulder's not big enough. There are cars flying up behind me. Mm-hmm. There are cars flying by the left side of me. There's nothing I could do. I could not. And I also kept thinking, if I try to avoid it, I could flip. Like, if mm-hmm. I jerk this car too fast, we're, we're flipping. There's no question to it. And so I slammed, just praying. And my and in my head, I was like, okay, well, worst case, I don't get completely stopped before we hit it. But at least I hit it going super slow. Because that was my biggest fear is like, yeah. if I hit that going 75 miles an hour, we're fucked. We're we, fucked. we came to a full stop a centimeter away from the bike. Like, like a, a movie. movie. Like Literally a movie. like a movie. And the cars beside us were whoa, flying by. The cars behind me, thank the Lord, were far enough back that they had time to stop. Because I have never dead stopped in a highway going from... Yeah. 75 to zero. And that's what I did. And I am so thankful that our car, that my car did that and we were okay. And we were able to stop and then get around it. And it was terrifying. We were like, holy shit. And our, our whole life flashed before our eyes. Like when we get out, we get around it. Oh, finally. oh yeah. But, but, oh, uh, what was playing on the radio? Queen. Somebody Queen, to love was playing. Somebody to love was playing. Somebody I was like, dude, that would have been the dopest song to die to. to so. Can anybody, anybody find me? me? And that's when we hit it. And then the car flips. Yeah. And that's what in slow motion it yes. would roll around inside the car. And yes. The and everywhere. the coffee oh, would no. be going, and you could see the droplets. And we're just like, and then that's when it's and that's when the song slows down, and it's like yes, full slow motion. Yeah. And then they go, yeah. and they and then yeah. it just starts heads hit the ground, and the blood starts coming at a puddle yep. down. Yep. Perfect song to die to. Perfect just song to die. Throwing to. that out there. Yep. Love but it. We yep. But we lived. So uh, then we were like, holy shit, we're breathing. I'm literally like, oh my God. Oh my God. I cannot. Holy shit. I'm amazed. Like I was proud of myself. I was proud of us. I was like, just so thankful that everything happened in the way it just happened. Cause I was like, that was, that would have been it. That would have been mm-hmm. it. 
So we're coming down the road and of course, Mary Jo and Barb had a request for us. And they said on the way to the house, we've got six bottles of Prosecco, but we need y'all to get some orange juice. There is a drive through liquor store on the way to Barb's drive through buy orange juice. We're like, got it. So we sure. pull into this drive through of course. And of course they know them by name. Mm-hmm. So we go to pull in and <laughs> come to us. And this is when my adrenaline's still like, I didn't know about, I don't mm-hmm. know about you, but I was still like, I was not fully back to resting heart rate by any means after what it, no. Had. And uh, you had a lot of sugar in your body as well. A lot so of sugar. yeah, I, I just had coffee and yeah, you had a small villages yeah. worth of food for a week inside your yeah. body. Yeah. Cause the Mary Joe's breakfast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there stressed and I'm like, Holy fuck. Okay. We get there. We're at a, we're at a stop and I'm telling the guy what I want. And then I just hear Catherine lose her goddamned mind mm-hmm. from the passenger seat mm-hmm. and, and you would too any any human being with a beating heart would have done the same <laughs> if you if you would have had a silent <laughs> surprise attack from a from a cicada <laughs> from a prehistoric a, bug a prehistoric bug it's been waiting since underground for 17 years no it's been waiting since 1702 ad <laughs> BC, sorry, BC. Sorry, BC, BC. Yeah. For 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 cars and liquor and drive through liquor stores and backpacks to be invented. So, so that it could quietly <laughs> crawl out of my backpack and wait up top of my backpack while I reach down to p- go into it to get my wallet. Yeah, goes And I go, I my the bridge of my nose comes two inches from it, and I see, I see, I see Jesus Christ inside of its orange eyeballs. <laughs> No, I that like wasn't Jesus. That wasn't Jesus. Yeah, that you're was right. Satan himself. It was Satan. It was Satan glowing himself. from his eyeballs. Uh, and he was like, so "Let's set it up for the." So, and he was I, like, "He was like, I, I've been waiting for you." It's what he said. And I his know. wings went. I've been for so you. Catherine bends down to get a to get a uh, her wallet out of her book bag in the passenger floorboard, and I so she leans all the way down. That's why her face was so low. She unzips her bag in this fucker. Comes silently crawling out. <laughs> and by the time I look over, I heard you scream and I heard the door fly open. And I look over and I just see this thing on the just top of your book bag. And waiting. he's just like holding, and he's just like staring because they don't, they can't blink. So just these giant glowing eyeballs. And he's just staring there like tilted head, just waiting like, what? What's the problem? And he's like, this is the third white woman to do this. Yeah. Today. Yeah. He's like, could y'all just get your shit together? Yeah. Like he I'm barefoot on a main Catherine road, jumps just out of screaming. the car onto 90 degree pavement mm-hmm. with her bare feet. Yeah, I was ready scream. to melt at that moment. <laughs> Take me, is what I was saying. <laughs> My favorite part is you were in your swimsuit and your swimsuit cover and your crocodile dumb dumb D hat. Very proud of that pun. Still, still, still proud. Mm-hmm. Told it's Jerry good. about it later. He laughed. Yeah, it was it's good. good. And uh, and you're just like losing your freaking mind. And I am crying, laughing because everything that led up to this moment, like I am just like this. This is the thing that she's mm-hmm. gonna lose it over. Yeah, is a fucking cicada. But I also at this point, I'm like, well, that thing can fly and it can get me. So I jump out of the driver's seat too, and I get out and I'm looking. The guy at the window could not be less amused he could he was oh, non he was just, like, just staring staring at us 
And at this point, I'm Lips like, I have sealed. my back- yes, Damn. I have my backpack, and I'm like, I can't get it off, I can't get off. And he just he's he's this this is also this is the third time this has happened to him this morning as well. Is a white woman is screaming yeah. about a cicada in, in the car. So he just whips out this like ruler mm-hmm. and he just hands it to me. It's got like an like, eighteen inch ruler, and he just that he keeps for white women when they're freaking out about a bug in the car. Clearly, it's sitting there for cicadas. I'm telling you, it yes. had to be his cicada ruler. It was and a he cicada just, ruler. Silent, silently, yes. no words exchanged. Hands it out part. of the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He stares at us, and I look at him, and I'm like, "She's got a cicada, a cicada, a cicada's in her bag." I'm yeah. sorry, we're jumping out of the car because I think at first he's like is this how I die? Like, I think he was like, is, are they going to rob me through this? Way? Like the way we were, it was so like sudden we're jumping out of the car after we've made him no show clothes us on no shoes. After we've made him show us three sizes of orange juices. Uh-huh. And then like, it's like, that's not good enough. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. he's thinking like, this is what we're freaking out about. Like we're about to lose it. And we jump out and he's like, just staring. Like, should I get my gun or my ruler? Like, I don't know. I asked for his gun. That's what yeah. happened. Actually, well, I asked for his gun. You did ask if he had a gun. Yeah. And I yelled, just flag it, just flag it. And then a ruler appears mm-hmm. as if like this was all planned. He mm-hmm. hands it to me. I take it. I hand it. Did I hand it to you or did I flick him? Who flicked him? I, I, did, I most certainly You blacked out. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. So you're still holding the book bag out and I got the ruler and I flicked the cicada and he goes off to hell i guess uh-huh. wherever he came back from to hell. It went back, back to, hell. to hell he goes back to hell yeah um yeah to report so to yeah Santa report Claus. Back. yeah yeah i i feel like all the cicadas are led by did you ever see sleepy hollow no i don't the know movie. if you saw how i reacted to a cicada in my bag but oh, yeah, i don't that's do right. well you don't watch horror films movies. yeah well there's the headless horseman <laughs> and he comes from the depths of hell and he comes out and he's got the horse and yeah. he carries his head around mm-hmm. and then he he kills people he slices their heads off and then he takes them and he takes their back to hell with him anyway mm-hmm. it's a fantastic children's story you'd love it mm-hmm. and uh and i feel like the headless horseman is probably who calls for the cicadas to come back out of ground i agree time. i agree yeah and i yeah. yeah and i think it's time but i would <laughs> i just i think they try and kill you via heart attack yeah uh it's easier that way mm-hmm. yeah 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 and it's yeah. yeah and it's slow and it's painful uh but i was ready to go in that moment truly yeah, ready to go, go from the earth i was yeah. like take me now 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 it was hilarious so if we, we had two huge adrenaline rushes before we pulled up to barbs we were at barbs like three minutes later it was so close and uh and we pull up to her house and then it's just like nothing but sheer luxury bliss just it could not have been a more pleasant experience Mm -hmm. it was perfect it was absolute perfection they we walked in the door and they were brewing coffee for us within seconds handing us mimosas we never saw the bottom of a mimosa no no i these were the truest bottomless mimosas i've ever seen truly barb didn't let the bottom happen no 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 such thing we had a show that night and we were like, <laughs> oh, once again, this. you don't say no. You don't. Yeah. You no. have. Yeah. You have to drink it. We were backstage uh, chugging coffee at the show mm-hmm. because we're like, Jesus Christ. I feel like we've been drunk for 48 hours and, and 9 30 PM. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was the weekend. And then it we was got amazing. 
we made it back uh, somehow, magically. Oh, and while we were there, we recorded the episode that y'all heard on Monday, Disney Princeless with Carly Brienne. That mm-hmm. was, uh, do we want to, do we have anything to add to that? I mean, I, that was a long ass episode. Was, I feel like we covered a lot. It was long. Yeah. I mean, I think the the only, I mean, this is, we've said this before, but there's clearly a, a brand of guy who goes at targets certain types of women a hundred it's like young women who mm-hmm. uh are maybe a little a lot of times like maybe a little bit more sheltered sheltered totally yeah and uh that was just clear in that episode that he oh he targeted he, he, he for very sure. much targeted a certain type because he knew yeah. that he could pull the wool over their oh, yeah. um their yeah. uh, mormon veils mm-hmm Yep. He, he used religion in that way to to know that those girls were saving themselves or they would be extra loyal, loyal or extra trustworthy or whatever. Or forgiving. Or forgiving. Yeah. He 100% used those women and man, I've never, I mean, 47. Yeah. 47. That they know of. That they know of. I do think that, I do think. And not, not, I'm not casting this guy. I'm just saying in general, again, mm-hmm. not accusing this guy, mm-hmm. but I do think if there is ever a string of like women or people being killed again, and they do think that there's a serial killer on the loose. It's him. No, it's no, him. Or they could just come back and listen to some of our podcasts. Totally. And it's gotta be one of these people. Gotta be. Yeah. The, the traits that some of these, these Mostly men, but it's yeah. a woman. Women do it too. But is the same mostly- trait you when you're watching a documentary about Ted Bundy and you're like, oh, like the same yeah. type of guy. <clears throat> so <clears throat> maybe we can help catch it. Hopefully there's no more serial killers, but maybe one day. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll be on Dateline. Yeah. And we'll be providing all the evidence. We'll be like, on this date, mm-hmm. we heard this, 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 listen to this podcast. They give uh, step by step by step how many people that this dude took yeah. advantage of. I mean, it's wild. That story was wild. And here's what's the funniest part of it is like, like Carla, I mean, she pointed out that she's like, and y'all were worried that I wouldn't fill up 30 minutes. And we're like, yeah, like we were, we interrupted and asked so many. Now looking back, I'm like, we asked so many dumb questions that we didn't need to ask because. She was getting to the good parts and we didn't even know. Like mm-hmm. we had no idea what was coming. But that's also the fun of like not knowing the whole story. Yeah. But holy shit, that was incredible. And my, yeah. it's one of my favorite things happened, which is my, always my favorite part of any story is when all the exes band together. Oh, man. My favorite is when like a lot, she'd forgiven him and he would tell her like he would manipulate her when she would find out the truth about stuff. And he'd be like, no, that girl's crazy. And she would always like, Forgive him and give him another chance, and then yeah. and then would would believe kind of his manipulation and think it was more of her fault or da 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 da. And then there was that one moment when shit just snapped. Yeah, and he had asked her not to tell this one girl and this what whatever. Please don't and tell that, her. Yeah, and you could just see this like kind of line that she like this like brick wall, which she stopped. Yeah, she stopped like giving into the bullshit, and she was like, yep. "Yeah, I'd had it." And yep. then she just turned. Yeah, I think I'll into a whole her. new person. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Yes." That's, that's, yeah. that's the, that, that's my 
favorite origin story. That's my favorite, yeah. like, superhero twist is, like, that's mm-hmm. when they become the hero is they're mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm not taking this anymore. I'm done with this shit. I'm done with yeah. this. And let me, well, let me just check. You know, yeah. let me just find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so funny. Okay, so on top of all that, like, this isn't about the next story. We're probably, <clears throat> we will not have this on the podcast as, like, a story story, unfortunately, I'm sure. However, before we close, before we get out of here, um, and I, you know this because I sent you a screenshot. The funniest thing in the world happened uh, two days ago, which and 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 the oh, award, yes. the award for screenshot capture mm-hmm. of the century mm-hmm. happened two nights ago. Yeah, at two a.m. My mother, your mom, okay, catch, she, caught it, which is the funniest. Mom, it's and she, she man. Mm. Mm, she's one of the best. She's one of the best uh, PIs in the biz. Yeah. She really is. So my mom, she goes to bed at night. And this is every night. This is a routine. She goes to bed. She sleeps for like three hours or so. But then she always like wakes up suddenly in the middle of the night. And then she's just up for like two, three hours in the middle of the night. Then she goes back to bed for like another three hours. And then that that's what she does every night. So she's in her middle of the night scroll phase, you know. So she's already gone to bed. She's woken up. She goes to the living room. She sits there. She gets on her phone. She's usually playing solitaire or whatever, try to go back to sleep. Sometimes she scrolls on Facebook. So she, I say sometimes, it's always. Yeah. So she's, she's scrolling on Facebook. And the first thing, (laughs) first thing that comes up in her feed, this is her telling me the next day. First thing that comes up in her feed is a post from my ex-boyfriend. The one that inspired inspired the podcast. Correct. So... (laughs) He's the first one. She's like, oh my God, what is he still up to? What is he up to now? So, cause she stayed friends with him. Cause of course she loves drama. And, uh, so she stayed friends with him as I'm still friends with him online and like his whole family, I think. I don't know. No, I take that back. I don't know that I'm still friends with him. Definitely still friends with all his sisters and cousins and mom and aunts and all that. So I guess I feel like I'm still friends with him on there. Cause I still see his face all the time. Um, but anyway, so she's like, what the hell is this? So she clicks on, she's like, cool, here's his latest victim. It's a picture of him and some girl, and she is stunning. I mean, this girl is so fucking attractive. Like, beyond, and he always has beautiful women. I swear, like, after he dated me, he was like, I can do better. And then has found the prettiest women I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, and he always gets them, keeps them for a little while, never can keep them long-term, ever. Ever. I was the last dumb one. I was the 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 last one. And it was only because I was in my 20s and I was so stupid. And uh so he gets these that's freaking good, that's a good title of the book. The last dumb one. The, I was the last dumb one that yeah. stayed too long. It's good. Stayed too long. She stayed too long. She stayed too long. She the stayed last, too long. A memoir. Of the, even from came, the last dumb one. Yeah, the last dumb one. A memoir. Yeah. So anyway, that's all beside, okay. So he posts there's a picture and he's posting it, and it's a share. Cause she posted it. So the girl in the picture, she had posted happy birthday to me or spent birthday with this handsome boy or something. He shared it and said, spent this spent celebrated my beautiful babe's birthday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mama, mama is like, that's interesting. I haven't seen any other pictures with him and this girl. She, She starts to investigate. She clicks on the picture. She scrolls through. She scrolls through this, the comments, comments uh-huh. underneath. It's 2 a.m. She scrolls through. I'm going to go through and read them. Here we go. So the ones that I can see in the screenshot. It says 49 people like this, this thing. 
One of the family members. Okay. Happy birthday. They're all talking to her, the girl. Happy birthday from one person. Happy birthday. Bunch of emojis from another person. A friend of his. Come see your boy. Congrats, you two. Another comment from another friend. Beautiful. Happy birthday. Heart emoji. Mm -hmm. Then post from a girl. Very pretty girl Mm -hmm. who says, wow, period. You moved on from me fast. A couple weeks, period. You're a catch. I'm not going to say his name. You're a catch. His name. You said it was erectile dysfunction. Boom. Done. Send. Period. Life over. (laughs) No likes, obviously. And then a few minutes later, one of his sisters, this makes my heart so happy. Heart. (laughs) Can't wait to meet her. So I'm assuming it was that sister who saw the comment right above hers mm-hmm. who might have sent a middle of the night emergency yeah. text to him and yeah. go, hey, you might want to go check yeah. the comments. You got a pissed off bitch your, in your comments. Your ED is all over your Facebook page. <laughs> your, your ED is flaring up on your Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's deflated. Uh, not just your penis, your ego as well. Your ego. Your reputation. So mama saw that. She's like, oh, she screenshots it and she texts it to me and she goes, look what he's been up to. And I said it. Look what he's not been up to. (laughs) So I wake up like eight and I look at my phone and I'm like, oh, I was like, whoa. So I go to his page on Facebook to go see if it's still there, if there's any other comments. And of course it's gone. It's gone. And I'm like, oh, mama, you win. You are uh, your hero. And hero. who is this hero? Who is this woman? So this we woman. Her, we need her here. Who makes the comment. So I, I'm like, oh, my God. So I start doing some investigating. So I scroll back to see when this new girl, we'll call them brunette and blonde, because the new girl's brunette. So the beautiful one is, it's her birthday, and he's hanging out with this beautiful babe. And they're out at some fancy restaurant. And so I scroll back to see how much more have they been hanging out. There's literally only another week of any information about her on anywhere on his page or her page. So true. So she appeared in his life a week ago, and they had a picture at one date together, and then a picture at this other date on her birthday suddenly, and then there's nothing before that. Nothing at all. She doesn't even know about the ED yet. She doesn't even know. She doesn't. She doesn't even know. So I am like, what? So I go to this girl, the, the blonde girl, I go to her page, and I'm like trying to see if there's anything. I can't find anything. And I'm like, shit. So, so they clearly broke up and she clearly deleted their pictures out of rage. Yeah. And then one day he pops up oh, two weeks later with another girl. Looks like they're in a full-blown relationship. So I, of course, send the screenshot to one of my ex's sisters. And I'm like, my mom wins screenshot of the year for this one. And she reads it. She's like, doesn't even, res- she, she doesn't even have time to send a laugh. My phone rings like a second later. And I'm like, she's like, ah! <laughs> she's laughing so hard. She's like crying, laughing. And I'm like, what's the deal? What's the deal? Tell me the juice. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. So the blonde one, <laughs> she's like that w- he was dating her for a little while, blah, blah, blah. It was getting kind of serious. He didn't want it to go too serious. So but she's like, I'm only hearing his story. So I don't know hundred percent, you know, everything, but clearly it was getting a little, you know, it wasn't going the direction he wanted to go. And then I don't know, I guess they broke up. I'm not sure. All of a sudden this new girl, she's cool. 
she's like, I think she came to something or so one of the siblings or something had met her or whatever. And so they're like, we hear she's cool. We don't know. And, uh, and she's like, but clearly blonde is not happy. We're going to, we're going to talk to her on the podcast one day. This is my I prediction. Really want to. She's going to be really on the podcast. Oh, I want she's, you so bad. Yeah, you sp- you're yeah. I want to get the story. She I get the story she attacks so bad. She attracts a certain type of man, but boy does she retaliate. And I can't wait to hear her many stories on the Same. pod one day. Same. But there's mm-hmm. just been so so it's like the whole like my mom and my friend Meg all both said, Oh, latest victim. Like everybody know, everyone knows. They're like, nah, here we go yeah. again. He yeah. gets them. He catches them. He gets them. Uh, but it's what happens later that's always hilarious so anyway thought it was great love a a revenge comment on on a new relationship oh on a new relationship she's like you said it was erectile dysfunction yeah you said it was erectile dysfunction girl and you do it here here's advice that'll go in our book do it late at night so they're sleeping and they don't know so someone else though who's scrolling probably an ex's mom we'll see catches it and gets Mm -hmm. that screenshot yeah i it was the gift. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. I've laughed so hard at that. I've sent it to all my good friends. I keep laughing. I can't stop laughing. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's good. Because whether, work. no matter what, work. The, whatever, what the story is, I don't care if his ex was, they fully broke up or whatever. And there was good reason or not good. Re- this, that's hilarious. That is yes. hilarious. Leave the ED comment. Ah, oh, 1am. So funny. On, on the new relationships post on Facebook. So funny. So funny. Can't stop. Pro work. Professional. So it has been quite an eventful week and Mm -hmm. weekend. And uh, man, it's it's just good stuff's going to keep on coming. I can't wait. We're going to plan more shows. We're working on a lots of little mini tours right now. And not only do we have all that merch that's on our website, but we've now got merch that we have in person and not just those fulfillment service merch. And we've sold so much over the weekend. We are literally running out of sizes. So we're having to order more, but y'all check out our Instagram. We've got some amazing new shirts with the, um, the, the icon for our, uh, it's, it's a Wheaties cereal box knockoff <laughs> yeah it says cheaties, says cheaties and, and it's got us, with, got the us knives. with knives and we're on shirts we got the orange ones and uh and we've got dark gray and holy shit they're selling like hotcakes yeah so, but if you want yeah. we, we'll mail it to you if you send us a dm yeah. or yeah. you can email us at cheaties podcast at gmail.com uh yep. and send us your address with a, your size yep. um we'll we'll just you just venmo us and we'll yep. mail them to you Yep, that's right. We so they're in gray and orange. That's right. And they're 25 a piece, two for 40, and uh, plus shipping, obviously, if they get mailed, unless yeah. you see us in person at a show and you buy it there. But either way, uh, too much good stuff. So can't wait to catch up next week. Can't wait uh, for the next interview that'll come out on Monday. Um, anything else? You need to plug anything? Um, well, I'll be, I mean, when this comes out, I, I guess. Um, tonight and tomorrow night on Friday, the 18th, I'm opening for John Heffron. Yeah. Yeah. La- winner of Latin Comic Standing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then next week <laughs> on Friday and Saturday, two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday, the 25th and 26th, opening for Rob Schneider at, I am at center stage. Oh, you are. Okay. All right. Good. I thought that was on the rocks for a minute, but I guess it's back. Uh, uh, it, it dropped cool. for for 12 hours he said he was bringing his opener and i said that's so funny i i canceled a new york trip for that 
And then yeah. uh, surprise, I got a text and said, surprise. "No, never mind. You're you're doing it. You're on. Okay, good. Okay, good. I'm glad that's I'm glad that's working out. Well, uh, I will be headlining uh, Wonder Kid in East Atlanta, very cool venue on Sunday. So this Sunday night, um, I think it's Father's Day night. But uh, yeah, if you don't have any plans that night, go grab some tickets to that. I'll post some information on Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff. So come there. And I'm sure I've got some stuff next week, but we'll have an episode coming out Monday. So we'll talk about that then. Um, thanks y'all so much. Keep leaving us reviews and, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. We love you. Toodles. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Katherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you are. Go!